1: And good afternoon, wherever you're listening. Right around South Australia, this is Kimbo and the Rooch. So run home with Kimbo and the Rooch brought to you by Balfour. so, Balfours. The in one hand and your team's colours in the other. Balfours are for the game. We're live from SCNSA's studio, Lumo. Miles Fitzner filling in for Kim Dylan. And, well, what a pleasure it is to be joined by the man, the myth, the legend. He's just dominated journalism in Adelaide for many, many a year. I speak of the Rooch. Party people! Rooch, here he is. Rooch, here he is. Hey, Rooch, Shaka, Shaka, Shaka. Hello, Michelangelo.
2: Hi, Miles. Well, there it is. It is official. We have had the first trade in radio, out Kim Dillon, in Miles Fitzner. We're first getting some tra- draft picks <laughs> along the way as well, which we'll use to claim some others along the way as we prepare. For a big year in 2023, welcome aboard, Miles.
1: Well, I think they might have thrown some cash in uh, to get me in on top, just to <laughs> <laughs> just I'm glad pay. someone's getting some money. <laughs> yeah, a, uh, it's more like a medisub, sub, I think it might be uh, <laughs> that rather rather than a trade. So good to be back on with you, though. And I, I'm not live from SNSA Studio Lumo. You are, Lindsay is, Ben is, but I'm over in uh, over in Melbourne and got the late call up, so. But I, I'm more than happy to be here. It's pretty could exciting you, times.
2: Could you rush out to Lygon Street? Oh. You'll find some list managers out there having some coffee at the moment and some of them are just pulling their hair out. And there are deals that we thought last night were on the verge of coming to a conclusion that are falling apart all around us. And some of the developments that affect both Adelaide and Port Adelaide are just staggering.
1: We've got the right people coming up to talk about it too. Yeah. We've got Matt Rendell and Josh Gabelik, uh to discuss that. Matt Rendell after four o'clock, Josh Gabalik after five, but jam-packed show, Hockey Roo Hattie Shan, she's from Narocourt. She's coming on. Ryan Kiddo, uh, of course, is coming on as well. And Paul Bonson to give us an update for the cricket. So there's yep. plenty to discuss, but it's the thing I love about trade, like trade week and trade radio Roach is the interaction with the listeners. And, well, we put it out to you, 0427 We want you to have your say. Or give us a call, 1300 736 736. All thanks to the Hyundai Tucson Turbo Diesel. It's in stock now. Roach, straight off the top. Uh, oh, you affecting know what it's cre-
2: like, Miles? You know yep. in the old days when you used to have those TV serials where it was, join us, same bat time, same bat channel tomorrow for the next episode? Yes. Well, when we left last night, we thought, Isaac Rankin, will be a simple deal done some stage today, be locked away tonight. So we're waiting to see what Adelaide puts on the table to get Gold Coast to say, yeah, you've put enough draft picks to satisfy us, not just for this year, but for next year. We're still expecting that one to roll, but we're not sure just how far Adelaide's going to have to go with their
1: draft picks. Well, on that, so are the Suns saying, no, it's just not quite enough?
2: I don't blame them. I think anyone who's but in this game is trying to eke out as much as they possibly can.
1: We, we always said this, though, didn't we? No. When you and I did that week, yeah. we went, this one's going to go to the... W- this will go to the... Oh, tonight? Oh, they but said that might. last it night.
2: Might. It might. It might. We'll stay tuned on it because things do move quickly. And, this, and it's moved ever so quickly when last night we left. It was West Coast, North Melbourne and Port Adelaide locking themselves up in a three-way deal which would send... Junior Rioli to Port Adelaide. It would send Jason Horn francis to Port Adelaide. It would have the number two draft pick from West Coast fly its way to North Melbourne to satisfy them, and there'd be heaps of draft picks moving all around the place, and then we would be adding up to see who's doing pretty well out of this deal and who isn't. Well, what do you think the Eagles have done today? They've said, we're not satisfied by just giving up two and giving up uh, Willie Rioli or Junior Rioli, as he is now, for two first-round draft picks. We want... You ready for it? Are you holding yes. your hats? Yeah, I've got it. Dan Houston. They Ooh. want Dan Houston, who signed a five-year contract extension with Port at the start of the year, is seen as very much you know, a long-term play because he does have a five-year contract, but also a long-term part of what their build is towards even their leadership group. So it's pretty clear now. It's If it's to be a three-way deal that involves that number two pick from West Coast... Paul's going to have to come up with... We were thinking they had to come up with something significant for North Melbourne. They're having to come up with something significant for West Coast.
1: I, I like it. I like it from West Coast, though. Oh, I, don't Isn't it? Well, that's, that's rock solid. You know what? Nah, we'll take a pretty important guy that you just signed for five years, but we want him.
2: It's no surprise, Miles. When you look at West Coast and where they have been for the past two years, the price they paid for Tim Kelly, what it did to their list management, Oof. what it has done to the state of their squad, we can continue to debate whether they held on to some players for far too long. They need to re-inject that whole team with some youth, some talent, some class, some change. (laughs) It's amazing what, what they will ask for. If they're asking for Dan Houston, I'm not sure that plays too well with the Port Adelaide fans. I would imagine there'll be a lot of Port Adelaide fans saying, tell the Eagles they're dreaming and we'll just deal with North Melbourne
1: direct. Well, speaking of Port, I've got other decisions to make. Right, this one would be this would be a massive coup for Port. It's getting stronger that that Asava oh yeah, may end up at Port. Now, Linesy knows how good he is. I know how good he is. Yeah. Uh, after uh, couldn't even make it into the Premiership side. But he'd be unbelievable. So at it's out Port Adelaide,
2: a fair few needs for Port, doesn't it? In the sense of oh. giving them extra stuff in defence, gives them a backup in a big contested a, mark. Big. As well, so it's interesting how that one's played out all week, where it's clear that Radicalia wants to go to Port Adelaide, and he's telling all clubs that are now ringing him because they're sensing that Jolong does indeed want to do a deal. It's Port Adelaide or nothing. So that's one to watch. And here's the question to throw out, and we'll put it to Matt Randell as well: just what needs to be put on the table for Port Adelaide to close that deal with Geelong.
1: Tell me, because we're, we're, we're skipping through these. we're going to talk about them as well on the other side of the break. But uh, where's Matt Crouch at? Uh, they're, they're talking that three clubs are interested. He's expected to put in a request. He's well out of favour. I mean, it's been the longest known thing in, in town for a long time. Where, where, If I had to say to you right now, where does he end up? Would you? Do you have a do you have a guess? But
2: well, he doesn't stay at Adelaide. If he's got three clubs, and that's what you need. You need a bidding race to actually find out what your worth is. But if he's got three clubs, he's got great options. So he, he clearly has to walk back into the Adelaide Footy Club and say, well, you don't believe in me. I don't believe that I have a future here. I've got three clubs that do believe in me and do see a future for me. I'm nominating this club. Get on with doing a deal for me. And uh, well, And the question is, when he has been... Virtually cast aside by Adelaide, what do they ask for in a trade for it?
1: They won't ask for much.
2: They surely can't.
1: They 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 can't. They so, can't go. Oh, well, you're not like you're not required. You're not good enough. There won't be a lot. It'd be what end of second round, third rounder at best.
2: Which is a staggering change of what we know of Matt Crouch, who was an All Australian club champion five years ago, to virtually now being the bargain basement
1: deal for Adelaide. He's, a, he's a free he's hit. Who are the three clubs? Do we know?
2: Uh, don't, I don't have a list in front of me as which three clubs they are. I'll see if we can do some digging with our friends, because we'll be joined by Josh Gabalek as well from the AFL Trade Centre. But we'll get a put a call through to Melbourne and see who's meeting at those coffee shops at Ligon Street to see just where that one's going.
1: A, a couple of things. I just want to touch on a few texts. Uh, if you listen to Trade Radio, the Horn Francis trade is miles off. Port will have to give up a player of substance. Well, we've just spoken about uh, getting asked for a lot. G'day, lads. Sorry for the long message. Could you ask Matty's thoughts on a potential 14 mega trade? Ooh. That's a long message from Joey, and we'll get to that when we come back because that is really long. Uh, from Brett, Miles Fitznett, that's like the Jason Horn Francis trade of the SEN radio world. <laughs> what you're saying of what don't train and don't put in. Uh, oh, jeez, I'm not allowed to say that, am I? Yeah. Um, what about the other guys. one, Miles? Which if one?
2: The... We all remember Josh Dunkley when he wanted to go from the Western Bulldogs to Essendon. And he got stuck because the Bulldogs wanted two first-round draft picks from the Bombers and they weren't coming. Well, the Western Bulldogs haven't changed their price with Brisbane. And when you have a look at what Brisbane now has in its asset base with draft picks, they don't have a first-round draft pick this year. They clearly have it for next year. But they currently have 21, 25, 34, 35, 36, which they're loading up for points because they want to do a father-son and an academy pick in this draft. They want to be ready to hold on to some young talent. But now the word is that Josh Dunkley could fall all the way out to a preseason draft prospect, which would burn the Bulldogs. But would it burn Brisbane if Port Adelaide, which has the pick before Brisbane in the preseason draft, says, well, we're going to revisit Josh Dunkley. Do they go again?
1: Well, they've got pick eight. No, no, don't
2: look at the national draft. In terms of the pre-season draft, oh, pre-se- pre- that's where Josh Dunkley will finish up if there's no trade. And that's where Porter ranked lower than Brisbane at the end of the home and away series, and they will have a pick before Brisbane in the pre
1: oh, He won't get to – Dunkley, a player of that quality. Well, he didn't get to Essendon.
2: So is this one going to fall apart as well? And then be, he'd be left hanging again, which oh, would be oh,
1: extraordinary. That is one for Matt Rendell. I reckon he'd be all over that. Can, can we – can we get? Um, uh, I'll read a couple more. Uh, um, is Dylan Sales manager trying to flog Crouch? Oh, I'm I'm not trying to flog Crouch. Uh, I think Beast Mode should move to the Adelaide Crows and play with his mate Ben Keys. Um, that's Matheson would win the Crows B and F. Um, and a few in there, Arthur from Hardos being pretty funny. Get Jason, Horn Francis and Asava to leave and leave Rioli in the West. Well, just on that. Do you want to get um, a little bit of audio here? This is from Sam Edmond on AFL Trade Radio. This is what him and Bredman Goddard said on what Junior Rioli is worth.
2: West Coast want a decent piece of compensation for their Premiership forward.
1: What should it be? So maybe it's a would it be a future pick? Could they could they work something there? Port Adelaide got a lot going on as well. Also, it must be said. Um, but I don't really have an answer for. I find him really hard to value. We've thrown him up here um, because I find him a fascinating, uh, and I think it, it will get done. How old is he? Um,
2: he's not an. He's not old. He's twenty seven years so, of age. So he's mid twenties. Okay.
1: So. You'd suggest he's, he has to play his best foot in the next couple of years. Yeah, well, this is his last decent yep. contract. You know, whether it's a three- or four-year deal, I'm not sure at Port Adelaide, but uh, he'll get there. Deal's so, been struck. It's just well, be- to answer your question, what's he worth? yeah, I'm going to say a late second round. Yeah, like,
2: Which is where Port Adelaide could have easily have gone simply with using the Carl Amon uh, compensation pick, which they've traded away and now gone into the 30s. But when it's loaded up with West Coast... Number two pick to get Jason Horn Francis over the line from North Melbourne, it becomes a much more complicated trade. Now Damien Barrett, this afternoon from our trade studio, dropped just what West Coast is really seeking in this trade. Sos, and, and those we, we've learnt this afternoon that uh, the sorry the Eagles have uh, have decided to uh, ask Port Adelaide for access to, to Dan Houston. Now, it's come from a bolt from the blue. He was made aware of this in the past 24 hours, and uh, he doesn't want to go, and I don't believe uh, Port Adelaide will be entertaining it, given they've re-signed him, SOS, uh, for, for a long-term deal only this calendar year. It's at least four years, maybe even five. So, But that's the sort of negotiation that uh, West Coast uh, officially asked for yesterday, and we have learned that today and, and, and checked it, but the, the Port team just does not want to engage. and. You don't blame them, do you, Miles? You're not, no. not handing over Dan Houston in this trade. Now, does Riley Bonner cut it because he's already been told that he doesn't he's cut on it? The table? Does Marty Frederick cut it because. no. So, does Port Adelaide persist, persist with West Coast to lever North Melbourne, or do they now say it's time to break away from this and just look at two deals, one for Junior Rioli, one for it, Jason Horne.
1: Is this is where you're thinking that West Coast have gone so far over that so they've made it almost. Well, it's, it's the throwaway. We'll give us Houston and you're a chance, but other than that, don't worry about it.
2: Miles, if you Why? and I were at uh, West Coast, we would be saying, we know Port Adelaide's under enormous pressure to get Jason Horn Francis. Enormous yeah. pressure. If we're going to hand over two, which is an enormous, enormous draft pick, uh, we've got the opportunity to make both North Melbourne and Port Adelaide sweat this one to the end where we are the actual winner of this trade. So we being West Coast. I don't blame them for actually trying to do a super deal for themselves.
1: They need to. When you and I did that week together, Kimbo was off swatting himself at the Palazzo Versace, right? Mm. We had a chat and we thought that the Crows had to be unbelievably active and make a stance in this trade period. And Port Adelaide looked like the sleepers. Has this gone the other way? Port Adelaide looked like the really big movers and shakers in town. And the Crows, other than Rankin, well, like no, what's, no, I, I think do you know it, what I mean? No, like I the Port Adelaide, have got, they've got options. Things are bouncing off. If they, is the big one. A lot of ticks coming in about it. No, I think, if Port I think it's get Radagalia, mate, it's massive.
2: No, I think it's quite the opposite, Miles. I think Adelaide is very much in control of a long-term strategy, of which last year was Jordan Dawson. That's an enormous tick for Adelaide. This year, it's Isaac Rankin. That's an enormous tick. Now, whatever they have placed for 2023, whether it was Jason or Francis or whether it is a free agent, but you can see they have a long-term strategy and they're ticking each box one by one. I see Port Adelaide more as scrambling from plan A to plan B to plan C to plan D. Now, yeah, you're right, they're angry. Do, do,
1: do you really? Like, Radicalia is the, the contested marking tool they want. Willie Rioli's probably going to slide into the small forward role because they haven't got any consistency out of Fantasia. Like, they're not really. The Horn Francis is the one that's thrown the spanner in the works because I don't think they had. Like, they didn't. We, you and I both agreed they didn't have eyes for him. That far out.
2: No, they had Dunkley very much in the frame, and then that one went in a direction which surprised well, do, them.
1: So do you reckon that if the Horn Francis falls through, is then Dunkley a chance?
2: Well, if he's going to the preseason draft.
1: Then, then big time. Huge. Have we put the Crows and Horn Francis to bed?
2: Yeah, I think it's pretty clear. When Horn Francis is saying he's not joining the Crows, and if all the stuff that adelaide has to do with isaac rankin doesn't leave them in the in the frame to be able to do jason horn francis this year. Now the bigger question there is how does north melbourne gamble? Do they then just tell jason horn francis you're coming back for pre-season training, you're staying here and then he sits out, you know, 2023 in a north melbourne jumper, just plays until the end of the year and does he then reconsider his options at the end the of the reckon He
1: end up it- He'd end up playing and loving it. Oh, under play. Clarkson and, and the way play. they went. Yeah, yeah. We'll see, but... That's if it's under him. Hey, Roach, uh, a lot of people about they want Radagalia before Willie. I think both of them are really good pickups uh, for Port. A lot of people suggesting like four- and five-way trades. We've got to jump to a break, though. More on this on the other side. We want your thoughts. A- and... Uh, I mean, their thoughts. Have a look at some of the detail in these messages. Port get pick eight future fit. Like they're so they're so detailed. We probably can't read them out on air, but if you can keep them short, sharp, and shiny for us, that'd help. Oh uh, four two seven one five four one double six. This is a run home. Brought to you by Balfours. Miles Fitzner filling in for Kim Dillon, and the rooch back in a moment.
0: A Balfour's in one hand and your team colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. Tomorrow's car is in stock today. Tech driver Hyundai Tucson turbo diesel all-wheel drive.
2: You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and the Roots.
1: Welcome back. It's gone 3.55. Wherever you're listening, run around South Australia, 0427 154 166, Miles Fitzner, Michelangelo Rucci, The Run Home. Brought to you by Balfers. No matter your club colours, Balfus are for the game. Rooch, the text machine's gone bananas. Uh, a few of these are interesting. Um, boys, can Port get Rioli in the preseason draft from Mickle? Yeah, they can. I don't think so. Yeah, yeah
2: they can. Unless what? West Coast calls him first.
1: Call, well, that's the thing. They'd keep him, wouldn't they? Uh,
2: the view in the West is that no. while West Coast is playing hardball, they don't have a problem with losing it. So yeah in theory, yeah, that Port could pick him up, but West Coast does have the earlier pick.
1: A few more we discussed about if North hold on to Jason Horn Francis. Hi guys, if Dunkley gets to the preseason draft, watch the Gold Coast or Crow swoop in from Glenn. Uh, Miles, someone asked me for racing tips. I'll get to those in a moment. We'll just, do them just on to another tip.
2: Just go to that. Gold Coast, will they have salary cap space? Will Adelaide have salary cap space for Josh Dunkley?
1: Uh yeah, I reckon they. I reckon they would. Well, they're loading up on Rankin. Oh, the Crows have got heaps of room. You think? Yeah, the Crows have got stacks of room.
2: Well, you'd sure. want to have
1: stacks if you're giving him that.
2: Uh, no, that. My understanding is that the way the reason they front-ended that contract was so that they could make the big play next year, not this year.
1: Yeah, but then, well, then no, 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 no. They've got room. My, uh, my understanding was that they've got room. Yeah, I'm um, not so sure what, on that, Miles. Port player would want to go to West Coast and win a wooden flag? I te- I'm not sure that's – you watch them bounce back. They won't be bad. Miles and Roach, why Port even bringing West Coast into the deal? Deal exclusively with the Ruse for Horn Francis. Then once that's sorted, then worry about Rioli and the Eagles. Pick eight, let's face it, probably pick six to 10, twenty three future is more than fair. That's from Blake. Um, yeah, it would
2: have seemed simpler to just say they're putting on a second-round draft pick for Rioli. And just hand up two first round draft picks for Jason Horn Francis and then haggle on. Well, we always round.
1: said Horn Francis was going to be like North would want, they'd want two first, like close enough to two first rounders or a first rounder and a future first rounder.
2: I can understand why North would be eager to get that number two draft pick. They would go then one and two. And once you got those packaged up, they could do all sorts of damage in terms of changing how the draft order goes. So R- I can understand their attraction to it, but. I'm not sure how Port are going to close both ends of this deal to satisfy North and then satisfy yeah. West Coast when they try to package this all together.
1: Exactly. Uh, I think some of these clubs are asking for Port to throw in some gold steak knives. Um, I understand clubs need to aim high, but they need to be realistic. Well, they don't need to be realistic, Renee. That's the whole point. They don't have to be. Um, Port should offer pick 8-33 for future future first um, for pick 2 and Rioli. Pick 2 to North for Jason Orn Francis. Darren, they won't. Except uh, I wouldn't. They wouldn't expect uh, this one. Short, that's short changing. Short, north. and um, a few other messages coming in there. rooch on. Um, I, I, I want to go back to what we were saying before. Is so. Are, are we happy with the fact that if the crows just get Rankin, that's trade period. Everything done. All they're doing is bringing in Isaac Rankin.
2: Yeah, Miles. It's not about just looking at one trade period and one draft session. Adelaide has had a very strategic plan about their rebuild. And unless...
1: Well, well the, the time's ticking, Roach.
2: Yeah, but they identified Rankin. They went after him. They blew away Essendon.
1: Yeah, but what what, what difference does he... Like We've spoken about this. What difference does Rankin make at the Crows?
2: Oh, he makes a significant difference. He, he, yeah. he completes what is becoming a very, very interesting attack that they have now, whether he develops into their midfield options But you got, got to get you got
1: to get you got to get the ball there though.
2: Yeah, but Miles, this is not this is not one trade period play. They've already gone in Jordan Dawson last year, Rankin this year. They'll have a strategy for the next 3 years. This rebuild doesn't happen overnight. If you're oh, thinking that they're getting all the answers in this trade period, you you're over, No, I'm not thinking they're getting all of them, them. But this was
1: this is where we went righto. They've they've been ordinary. They've been ordinary enough They're trying to make a play, they had room. They've gone big with one, but like, like what, what else? What we need to, what are they doing? We need to know what. the... But
2: Miles, is I it... I'll re- reinforce this again, and this is where you've got to re, you've got to understand where they are in terms of salary cap. They're using their salary cap as a power play every year. So they use it this year for Isaac Rankin. They front end his contract so much that then they have salary cap space next year to do a big deal next year. Then they'll have the CBA kick in with an absolute burst in salary cap space in 2024. They'll go again. Now, their strategy has been go to so the So in four
1: years, they only had four good players?
2: I think you'll find in the next, not the next trade period, but the one after that, is where they will really show you what they can do. Because by then they will have, like Matt Randall told us, they will have greater appeal. So... Are they going but, step but, by step?
1: But that's two more years.
2: Uh, did you think this rebuild was going to take five minutes? It was never going to take five minutes, Miles.
1: But 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 all right. So when did it start?
2: Well, it started two years ago. Oh, it, was, oh people say it started at the end of the two thousand and seventeen Grand Final. It didn't start then. They still were competing in eighteen. But seriously, this strategy's probably been in
1: place for two years, and it was so. Never do going you to like? Do you like it?
2: I do because I think they have a strategic plan of which they're not blinking. They're actually identifying their needs and going after them in a very, very logical way. All right. I'm only asking the question. I'm not not expecting them to suddenly go into the trade market and suddenly buy six players. That's that's not the way they're going to go about this strategic plan.
1: I'm not saying six, but I'm like – the the chat was that the chat was they're gonna make a stand and they obviously had some off field dramas and a few people in football departments and recruiting departments need to show that I mean, uh, for me, if you just go in one period and go and get a guy that kicked how many goals last year? Thirty?
2: Oh, I he? know he's a talent, Isaac Rankin. that's a that's a thirty big goals game. last year
1: and you go, Yep, shut that's up a, shop.
2: That's a big gap that's a big big gain for Adelaide.
1: Yeah. Oh, oh look. All right, anyway, they put,
2: put all their chips in one basket. They're going to get a reward for it, and then we see what they do next year.
1: Yep. Step we'll by wait step. and see. Hey, we've got to go to the news. Desperately, I'm getting messages from Penny and yep. Linesy. Uh, on the other side Matt of Randell? this. Matt Rendell. Yeah, We'll get to him and we'll ask him. Back in a moment. I'm still full of holy grail. Welcome back. Thanks to the newsroom for that. Few people off the text. Obviously, Crow supporters. Rucha, oh, they're not too happy. <laughs> they're not too happy. Shout out to a few of them there. They're all asking for mega trades or asking for uh, for me to not worry about football. But, you know, I just don't think it's enough for mine. Time well, let's will go tell. let the
2: man who has done
1: the main many, man.
2: many deals. Matt
3: he Rendell. has. Hello, Matty. Uh, good afternoon, fellas. you man.
1: <laughs> it is. It is. Uh, look, I'm coming a bit of heat. Okay. I'm comping, I'm coming a bit of heat here, Matty, because I've, I've just asked, put it to root, and we're going to get to Horn Francis, Houston, and uh, a late play maybe by the Crows for Josh Dunkley. But do you think the Crows are doing enough this draft, this uh, trade period?
3: Yeah, they just need to get the rank and deal done. That's all they need to do. They don't need That's to do it. Else. They don't. They don't want anything else. They've got uh, midfield. Midfield stacked. They've got kids. Uh, ready to go. They get Sloan back. They get Rankin in. Um, they're, the only the only place they're vulnerable is, is as a key back. Um, now, possibly Himmelberg could fill that role, but that is the only possible um, uh, chink in their armour at the moment. If they lost one of those two blokes who have had two really good years, Butts and Murray, uh, they're a little bit vulnerable back there.
2: So, Matt, could they be tempted to be a player, particularly when we've got live trading for draft picks, can you see Adelaide becoming a major player in that market? Uh, a player for well, all of a sudden, draft picks? Yeah. yeah can um, something late happen for them?
3: Well, possibly, but they're
2: just... It, it, it'd be been more around someone
3: ringing them and saying, uh, look, i mind doing this swap with you because yeah. they need something. It'd be more around that. I don't think they need to do this Take your picks, uh, take your players um, in the draft. They're, they've already set up this beautifully over the last two or three years. Yeah, I agree. Um, just patience required. I know cornsey thinks they're uh, beige, uh, but I don't agree with that. No. Um, so, I you know, the way they play their footy and all that, Rankin gives them some real class through the middle mm. and forward. Um, there's a lot to like about them. You know, we haven't even seen Cook Peddler. Much at all, yeah. um, you know. Saw a little bit of Worrell. Yeah, I, I think they've they've done this little. Uh, well, it's not a little; it's a big rebuild. Yeah, I, agree. I think they've done it done it very well. And they've bought in, and more importantly, they've they've got South Australians in mm. there, so they're not going anywhere. Yeah. Uh, obviously, uh, Mackenzie is a bit of an issue, um, and and don't they'd love to sign up uh, Rochelle for another. Mm. Three or four years, because the clubs in Victoria will come for him hard.
2: Now, Matt, when we left last night, it was emerging that West Coast, North Melbourne, and Port Adelaide were just all going to get in a room and sort out their draft picks: Junior Rioli, Jason Horn, Francis. Yep. Now, West Coast yep. has turned it all upside down by saying they want Dan Houston. Are they dreaming?
3: Yep. Is he? He's obviously still contracted for five how long?
2: years to go. Five years. Five years. Oh he God. signed a five-year deal in March, Matt.
3: Oh, okay, so look, well, you can ask for him, but I don't think Dan would want to go. Why no, would Dan he wouldn't. Why go there? Well, that's the end of that. So you is know, Port Adelaide better
2: off now saying is, we're not going to tie this available? up? Oh, Bonner's available, but I'm not sure he wants to go there either.
3: Um, I'm really surprised they didn't ask for Georgie Artis. Why did they not ask for him?
1: He was the one. Maybe... Well, maybe well,
3: that, that just baffles me. He, is he the only WA kid on their list?
1: No,
2: there's other the West moment? Australians. Like, there's even Bryn who's a West Australian, but
3: Bryn Teakle, yeah, they um, probably the don't. They, yeah. they, well, they could use him, but uh, yeah, I'm really surprised that they've gone Houston and not and not uh, Georgiades, mm. with where their with our darling 30 plus Oscar Allen comes back, you know. But keep, keep forwards, they need. Uh, it's it's um, a bit of a surprise, but you know this deal's real. Uh, but it might end up being it might end up being some draft picks to um to West Coast uh, future draft picks. It might be to get uh, this deal done.
1: Matt, what about uh, the Josh Dunkley one at the moment? Um, is there a chance that there might be a late play from the Crows now that talks is sort of sort of dying a fraction in regards to well, Brisbane? Did they let him walk?
3: He's out. He's out of contract and he'll go where he wants to go. But uh, yeah, it's interesting what they've done here, Brisbane. Look, Dom Ambrosia, the list manager there, he's very good at his craft at this. Uh, he'll tell you he's very good at his craft at it too as well. He's a bit like you, Magic <laughs> Man. Um, <laughs> um,
1: uh, so you got to get him on the board. you got to get him on the board, Matty. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm, I'm staggered um, in
2: this, Matt, because Josh Dunkley got burnt 15, once yeah. before when he wanted to go yeah. to Essendon. Surely when he chose Brisbane, he had a plan put in front of him. This is how we're going to oh, get He would have. So why he isn't it folding this way?
3: Well, I'm not sure. So they've traded all those picks. They've traded at the 16. Now, they got the McStay, the compensation pick yeah. in, which means they have to trade for Gunston. So, look, I'm assuming it's a... Probably Brisbane want to give a future third because of age, but yeah. uh, Hawthorne will want future second. Yeah. Um, but they don't, might need their futures. Future First has got to go for Dunkley. Their, their points at the moment sort of add up to what the two kids are going to take in the draft. Yeah. So um, they might have some players going out. Now, I think Matheson will get on the move, but I'm not sure he's got heaps of currency. Um, barry has gone. Talk that Devin Robinson may be um, keen to get back to WA too. Now, if he decides to go back to... Uh, West Coast, he has got currency and that, that if that happens that, that deal will be that, whatever that deal is will be enough with their first round next year to get Dunkley but if, done.
2: But if Dunkley goes to the pre-season draft Port mm-hmm. Adelaide and the Bulldogs pick before Brisbane
3: Absolutely they take him, yeah or you're crazy if you, if you don't
2: That's a so, staggering <laughs> turn on Dunkley because I'd I would be have really thought he would have had a cast iron guarantee Brisbane could do the deal
3: yeah, I, I would be. I, I think you'll find that they probably have, They're just that we can't see it yet. Mm. Uh, it's really hard to see. Mm. Um, but but Dom really loses a man. Okay, he he's, he over those points and um, and swaps. So um, I'd be surprised if he hasn't got something up his sleeve.
1: Okay. Uh, Maddie, we've only got about 30 seconds here, but have you dusted off uh, Taylor Adams just giving you a little clip on social media? How uh, you, you mentioned that Grundy's no leader?
3: Yeah, well, um, you've got to listen to Talk uh, Radio when I come on at five for a reply. Oh,
2: radio. <laughs> we'll, we'll be ready.
1: <laughs> hey, Maddie, appreciate you jumping on, mate. I know it's busy time for you, but geez, I'll be tuning into that. Don't worry about that. <laughs>
3: Thank you, fellas.
1: See you. Matt, Matty Rendell there. Hey, Roach, surprise, surprise. I've got a few Crow supporters that agree with me. Totally agree with you. Teams like Collingwood and Sydney take multiple players. Aaron Ballers and Ruck are all B-graders from Steve. Other few people telling me to go to a few other stations. Obviously, yeah, they're Miles, Crows.
2: Collingwood is in a different phase to what Adelaide
1: is. What? Well, well, last year, they weren't, Roach. What are you talking about? Well, last played, year, they, they finished played, 17th, mate. they top four side at the moment. They finished
2: 17th last well, year, Roach. That Ruch. might have been a reflection not on the players but someone else. They finished 17th the, the year
1: before, mate. Yeah. You, if you, don't go, old,
2: you don't go from bottom four to top four if you haven't got
1: talent. I, I rankin, in in my opinion, I'm going to get killed for this, but I Rankin doesn't take you up the ladder. Yeah, Simple as that.
2: I, Just like Matt Randell said, this is a strategic plan that Adelaide has. They've done hately. Well, they'd want to get it right because it's been a long time
1: since they've won a flag. A long time. I agree. And if they're going to spend five years rebuilding when they got burnt last time, they'd want to get it right if it's going to take this long.
2: We'll we'll see. The proof will be in the results we get in probably two years' time. What
1: happens if they go backwards this year if they win a wooden spoon? What happens if they win Uh, a wooden spoon this year?
2: Yeah, well, then we'll ask a lot of questions, but I wouldn't imagine they're going
1: backwards. All right, you better pencil me in for this show next year. Let's go to a break. Next year, this time next year. Let's go to a break. (laughs) And when we're on the other side, we're going to come back with Hattie Shan, Hockey Roo from Narricourt. She's a star, and we do it all thanks to uh, CMC Markets. Visit cmcmarkets.com. And our trade radio update is all for CMC. The run-home brought to you by Balfour. No matter your club colours, Balfour are for the game.
0: A Balfour's in one hand and your team Colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. Tomorrow's car is in stock today. Tech driver Hyundai Tucson turbo diesel all-wheel drive.
2: You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and the Roots.
1: Well, welcome back. The Run Home with Kimbo and the Roots. Thanks to the Hyundai Tucson turbo diesel. It's in stock now. Uh, well, just change of gear here for a moment, Roach, and going back, uh, going back to the motherland, the southeast of South Australia. They know how to breed oh, them down yes, there, Roach. Yes. They know how to breed them down there in Narrockort, and not far up the road from many a footballer, including Darcy Fogarty at Lucendale. I speak of hockey, Roo Hattie Shan. She's from Narrockort, the star from down there. Hello, Hattie.
0: Hello, how you going?
1: Very well, Hattie. Uh, Stewie Shan wouldn't happen to be your old man, is he? <laughs>
0: Oh, hello now? We doing <laughs> the phone
1: book, to are me, we? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, did you play at Green Bottles down there in Naracoort too? Was that where you, where it all kicked off for you before uh, on your path to becoming a hockey roo?
0: It sure did. Yep. Back in the day, playing for the Green Bottles on the grass with um, Craig Hull as the head coach. You know, he tells me he taught me everything I know.
1: Yeah, well, Holly is a bit like that. Hattie, uh, let's talk about the hockey ruse. You're in Perth. Uh, you're in Perth. Things are going well. Um, and on Saturday night, it's Adelaide Fire's first home match of the season. They take on the Tassie Tigers from 7pm at Mate Stadium at Jepps Cross. We've got hockey going everywhere. Just tell us about what's happening at the moment and sort of where the season's at.
0: Yeah, so the season's just kicked off um, last week with our first game here in Perth against the Perth Thundersticks. Um, but, yeah, it's a really exciting new brand of hockey that um, Hockey Australia is putting out there. So it's a, um, seven rounds against each state, a franchise um, that's sponsored by the Sultana brand um, hockey season. And, yeah, it's really exciting. It's um, got new rules, so it's a conversion rule. So every field goal, um, you get a one-on-one, which makes it really exciting for viewers. And you play a home and away series a little bit like um, Big Bash. So you travel stay each week, um, And, yeah, it's really exciting and it showcases the best of the best. So there's Hockey Roos and Kookaburras um, playing each weekend and you can also watch it on KO. So it's really exciting and it's a big push for hockey.
2: Hattie, there was a a great opening for this in 2019 and then, like, happened in so many places. Sport, not to mention life, all just was turned upside down by the COVID pandemic. So we've had to wait for a long time to get Hockey 1 back onto the turf. What about playing in front of fans again? How much does that just inspire you at the moment?
0: Oh, it's great. It's honestly like half the reason a lot of us play is for the fans and for the spectators, and it's really exciting to have them um, watching us again, and especially these home games for the Adelaide Fire. It's great to come back and be playing in front of, yeah, family, friends, people that I grew up with, people that I played alongside for a lot of years. So it definitely changes the game, and... Yeah, it's just great for the sport all round.
1: Hattie, speaking of growing up, Narricourt obviously put in the new water-based pitch there a little while ago. Have you got a few others that sort of went through the ranks with you that, that have sort of ended up um, sort of in your teams or your state teams on the way through?
0: Yeah, definitely. Um, the big name is uh, Lockie Buzico, I'm sure you've heard of. Um, he, yeah. yeah, is a Lankoop boy as well. Um, and, yeah, we grew up through the, through the junior ranks, um, played against each other, all the way, and then um, went to Sassy together. And he also has relocated to Perth, which is exciting. And he's actually over in Belgium playing a season, so that's exciting. Um, but yeah, a lot of lot of familiar faces and young ones coming up through how from Naracoor playing in that Gambia. Yeah.
2: How do you, we talk about all the new rules that get put through in hockey? One is the one that has really excited you, as to just making the game not only better to play but better to watch.
0: Definitely the conversion rule. So, um, yeah, that makes it a lot tighter for the the states that aren't as strong. Um, So you can gain two points instead of one just Mm. from a field goal conversion. So that makes it much more exciting.
1: Is the money coming back into it, Hattie? It's starting to take off a bit more, bigger crowds. Is it starting to become a bit more professional than it was in years gone by?
0: Um, It's definitely heading that way, but we've got – a lot of ground to make up, I think, to be on par with other sports, but it's definitely heading that way and it definitely helps when you get more of a crowd coming down and that filters the money in that way. So,
2: well,
0: as long as we can get a lot of people down to support us, it, it will help.
2: So, Hattie, we see the calendar's got India touring early next year. What's in between with the Hockey ruse and your trading program?
0: Yeah, so that's very exciting um, for Adelaide and for the hockey community. Um, in between, we do have Pro League, which is um, quite similar to Hockey 1, but on an international stage. Mm. So we'll be playing down in Tasmania and in Newcastle um, against Argentina and America. Um, and that's all in, the, like, build-up for Tokyo. Mm. I mean, for Paris, sorry, Paris, in the, yeah, the next 20/24. Olympics. Mm.
1: Hattie, uh, you're a star. You're from the South East, so bring them tough down there. Say good to old man for us, but we're going to be tuning in on KO. We can get tickets through tech Appreciate you jumping on. Go well and uh, make sure you stay nice and fit.
0: No worries, thank you. Hopefully, see you there. Yes, Hattie,
2: Hattie. No, Mate, Miles, it's going to be star. good after everyone's been sort of starved of seeing not only just domestic hockey but international. We got the men playing the Kookaburras, we're playing India as well in Adelaide in the next two months. So, COVID did some damage. It did a lot of damage across many areas of sport, but we're slowly getting back to seeing live sport with. Fans in attendance. We're getting back to normality, Miles.
1: We are, and it's good to see hockey taking off a bit too. Those those athletes, uh, they're amongst the fittest athletes True. of any sport in the world. Uh, hockey players, and and it uh, it needs to sort of get a little bit more attention than it does. Quick break. We're going to come back on the other side of this, all thanks to the Hyundai Tucson turbo diesel in stock now.
0: A Balfour's in one hand and your team colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. Tomorrow's car is in stock today. Tech driver Hyundai Tucson turbo diesel all wheel drive.
2: You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and the Roots.
1: Welcome back. Just gone 429. Don't have long Roots, before the news. Uh, you can send us a text and we're live from SNSA Studio Lumo 0427. One five four one double six. Justin Reed, Captain of the Titanic. Someone said oh, Miles I, I agree with you. Crows list rebuilds delusional. Go through their best six under twenty-five. Um, Rankins a talent but won't bring them up the ladder. Someone said ego, you're wrong. Um, a few people it's mixed. It's mixed. Well one of the
2: big news items of the day is at a time when we're noting that the Crows are going after South Australian talent to bring them home, it's been Haitley Dawson Rankin in the past three trade periods. The one that is very much spoken about among Crows fans is Will Gould, the former South Australian under-18 captain. Now, he's just signed a one-year contract extension with Sydney. Will he be a target of the Crows' list management team at the end of next year? They need need someone in defence. He's a hard-running key defender. Does he fit the target space of what we will see what Adelaide is all about next year?
1: We, uh, as we know, SE and track have a bit of an association with Tom Papley, and I asked Tom Papley about Will Gould, uh, and they like him. They like him a lot. He's one of horses' favourites, but he he can't get in to that side. And so, look, it took Dylan Stevens a fair while too as an SA boy, and but their culture there it's a bit Geelong like that. Not many want to leave the Swannies. Not many like leaving um, Sydney and coming out of a grand final side, it take a hell of a lot to get Will Gould out. Let's see what
2: happens next year if Adelaide makes a big play on Will Gould.
1: Hey, we want to hear from you. 0427 We're going to go to the newsroom. On the other side of this, we are going to have a chat to Ryan Kiddo, the Adelaide yes. United defender. Paul Bonson to come and we've got some callers. I think Annie Cyril Hamish, you've got a few others. They might be coming up a bit later in the show. We'll go to the newsroom. Back in a moment.